0: Understanding new concepts can be a daunting task, and it's not easy to understand something every single day or every single time. You might have to try a lot again and again to understand a new concept. This new concept can be in any field, it can be in your personal life, it can be something about a technology that you might need to work in in your career, or maybe it can be some interpersonal skills that you need to understand how it works. Now, to understand any topic, there are generally Only two ways, two types of knowledge that can help. And that's what we are going to talk about today. What's up guys, welcome to Everyday 101. This is Karan, I am a career and mindset coach. And today we are going to understand how you can understand new concepts. What are the skills required to understand new concepts? Now, when we talk about new concepts, when we talk about something new, there are two types of knowledges that can be helpful. One is first-hand knowledge and second is second-hand knowledge. Now you might think, oh, first-hand and second-hand, what does this mean? going to tell you what this means right so you need to understand how these of two knowledges work and how they complement each other and how they are different and how both of them are just you know very important to understand new concepts so here's the deal when you experience something new yourself you know you you haven't been relying on anybody else it's just you understanding and experiencing something new for example maybe you have uh, for the first time you dri- drove that car or maybe first time you just went out and had that amazing uh you know bungee jumping so you experience that yourself right so you can say that it's a first-hand knowledge and i think you would have understood it by the time by this time that what i ma- wanted to say right but what really happens is that you know um, it doesn't really mean that you have a total understanding of it because you might have experienced bungee jumping. You might have experienced coding, uh, but do you have a total understanding of it, how it works and you know, what are the safety checks required or what are the security checks required? Right? So these experiences are very limited, right? We have experienced something and that's it. We have never experienced it anymore. Right? So, that's why experience can teach you a lot. Although it won't teach you everything, you might not have total understanding of anything, but it will teach you from your perspective, right? For example, you go on and buy a new shoes, a pair of shoes from per one particular brand. Now, if, if that particular brand turns out really good for you, suppose that shoes becomes, turns out really good for you, it's a good product and it you know, you wore it for a long, long, long time. And at that time, what really happens is, your experience with that brand and those shoes is really good now it is a possibility that that the product that you got was one of the few products that the company uh, built that were good that uh, you know were very durable but maybe other products maybe same models they weren't so much durable because of some issues in manufacturing now your experience will be really good with that brand and that model of shoes but that might not be the truth uh, and that is just your experience. So when you do that, you know, it is the experience that will help you understand it, but it's not a total understanding of it. That's why, you know, today, when you experience something, when you go out and try new careers, when you go out and try something new, maybe you st- tried starting a startup and that is an experience in itself. Or maybe you just tried something, other thing, like another technology that you have been learning for the first time. Now, that is again your experience, uh, the first hand knowledge. That's why, you know, second hand knowledge comes in play right here and why because see first hand knowledge is your experience if you have never had experience with it then you can rely on the second hand knowledge and second hand knowledge is something basically which someone else actually experienced and you didn't experience and that person is telling that what he or she faced or that particular organization is telling that if you do this this will happen right so that is a second hand knowledge now There is no guarantee that that second-hand knowledge will be accurate. And there is no guarantee that second-hand knowledge will be applicable to you. That's why you need to combine first-hand knowledge and second-hand knowledge. So, I think I'm, you know, making it really confusing for you. And I'm going to give you an example, right? Let's jump back into the same example of bungee jumping, right? So, you went out and you just wanted to go ahead and you know um, try that bungee jumping what would you do i think you would ask around your friends and you will ask around which is the best place to do it if anybody has done it or you might read online reviews now there is no guarantee that those reviews will be true or there is no guarantee that someone else's experience can define your experience so you don't have to make up your mind using that second-hand knowledge. You don't have to do that. You should never do that. You need to have the experience yourself. So what I'm saying is that you might have that knowledge about how all of these things work. What are the things required? What are the security checks you need to go through? What are the safety checks you need to take care of? What are the compliances you need to take care of? Right? And that is second-hand knowledge. Like someone else is telling you that. Or you might have Googled it and you might have understood it there is no guarantee that that is true unless you experience it yourself then you go then the day comes the d-day comes where you will actually have to try bungee jumping and once you start jumping once you keep that all of that in mind and when once you take that jump and you just out of your experience you know you had that complete experience you go home and then you understand oh i was told this and this happened how much of them might coincide in most cases not everything will coincide but there is a possibility that 60-70% of your experiences will be same and only 20-30% of your experiences won't be same, right? So your knowledge comes from your experience as well as second-hand knowledge, right? And that's why you don't actually have to make up your mind and that's why I suggest that first you experience something and then you go ahead and just go ahead and try for that second-hand knowledge because that is where it comes and that is where it's important. Now. You might think okay first I need to try it and second I need to learn from others. Done. But tell me this Karan. Suppose I'm trying something new for the first time and I don't really know uh, you know I'm not really sure that I should be doing it or not and you know this is something that I have been doing and that's what I'm personally telling you. What you need to do is you do need to have that secondhand knowledge firsthand, like right? you need to have that knowledge firsthand, right? And that's why uh, you know, in certain cases, now it's up to your discretion. I said that, you know, in certain cases it is necessary that you first have the experience and then you go ahead with the second-hand knowledge. But in certain cases, like suppose you know, this is particularly true in understanding the media, the first scenario where suppose you went to a country and suppose you felt that you know you have been discriminated against now that is your experience and you then you can back it up using all of the instances that other people are also telling and then you can say that this place is very discriminatory this place is racist right And this is also the way to understand, you know, how media works, how all of those things work. And then you can actually confirm it using the second hand knowledge. But in this case, there is a flaw. And that flaw is that, you know, if you experience something, you will only pick up the second hand knowledge that backs up your experience. So suppose you have had that experience. And then you go ahead and you know, you might tell that, okay, this particular brand of shoes, I bought it and they were really bad. And the, it doesn't matter if, some, if one of my friend or one of my colleague is telling me that that pair of shoes was really good for them. For me, it was really bad and I'm not going to buy it. Now that is a very small scenario and that's okay. You can buy any other brand anyways, but you can't say that, that the brand is really bad because that brand work for anybody else, that product work for anybody else, uh, but maybe it didn't work for you. So in this case, you can get biased because once you already have that notion that I have been discriminated against, and this is what happens with everyone, you will keep that in your mind. And why did I pick this one particular example? Because this is actually true. This is the reality. And that's why I just wanted to give you a message through this that, you know, we never know that we are biased, but sometimes we do get biased about this. And that's why that's the second scenario comes in where you first had the second hand knowledge and then you start experiencing that now you know i'll tell you this one thing Uh, i was actually transferred when i was working i was transferred to a city that uh, not many people would go to and it wasn't a particularly good city it's a decent city i mean you have all the amenities there but it's not something that person from a particular state or person from a particular area might like so all of my friends said that don't go there it's not a good city it's not a good city. And I went there with complete optimism that it's a good city and I will be really, really, you know, okay with it because I just have to focus on my work and that was my priority at that moment. So I took the dive and I went ahead. Now I had the secondhand knowledge from those people who have already been there. I had the secondhand knowledge that, you know, it wasn't good, but it was their experience. I went over there and I saw that you know, while they were true in their cases, I particularly didn't face many problems over there. Sure, I didn't like that place because of my personality. But uh, again, that was some internal matter that happened. But, you know, uh, at the company, so, you know, I didn't really had the same experience that other people because I went there with the open mind. And that's where the catch comes in and that's why you understand new concepts new experiences that's why you need to broaden your mind and this is what i want to tell you that when you go ahead and you try to understand anything new right sure take the second hand knowledge you know don't go with the first part just take the second hand knowledge from those people don't believe it completely because it's their experience it's it's their knowledge you know and then you need to go ahead and experience it yourself. And when you experience it yourself without getting biased, and then what happens is you are actually going to understand that new concept really, really well, because you can make sure that, you know, this is my experience now, and I already know the experience of other people, right? You will, when you will be asking them for their experience, when you will be Googling stuff at that moment, you might not have an opinion on the matter right? But when you experience it yourself, then you can have an opinion on the matter. And you know, this is something that is really a good technique that you need to use to filter all the disinformation and all the media's, whatever lies they are spreading, because media's are also controlled by some of the, uh, you know, powers and you know, politicians also lie and the media's also lie. And this is one technique that I always use. I gather second-hand knowledge from all the spaces like pros, i i listen to the people who say talk about pros i t- listen to the people who talk about cons and when i understand all of that you know i just keep it in my mind i don't make my mind yet i go ahead and whatever concept that i'm trying to learn i learn it i google it and then i learn it from credible sources like the unbiased sources which basically means that you know uh if if i have to uh learn something. Then most of the cases, facts and statistics can help you. And, and with a little bit of logic. So just pick up those numbers, all of the numbers and then make up your mind that, okay, this guy is saying, this, this guy is saying this, and this is my research that I am doing. This is my first-hand experience. This is what I have felt. This is what I have been going through. And this is what these guys are telling. So you can make up your mind, like which one is true and which one is false and you know, just, it can also be useful in your career. I'll give you one example for, from your career, right? So I, I started working at an indust you know, advertising industry, advertising agency. And I just worked there for a few months because I just wanted to learn that stuff. And, you know, before joining that industry, I thought, okay, it is just any other job. I just need to do it. And I went over there and I saw that, you know, this that industry is really creative. People there are really creative. And that's why I liked you know, that industry, the particular advertising industry, what other people were telling me, you know, what kind of job you should be having. I really had that, you know, I, I came through. I took that knowledge in me and I had an open mind and I joined that company. I worked with them. And when I worked with them, obviously my work was more creative. I was was the person who was making advertising strategies for them. And then I realized, okay, this job really required someone really creative. And if you're not creative, then this job might not be for you. And at first I had all the knowledge that was needed in that industry from other people, from others' experiences, from other trials, from YouTube videos, from Googling and all of that stuff. And then I experienced it myself. There was a little difference in them, but moreover, what I learned was that, you know, my experience was better as compared to what I got from the second hand knowledge, because that knowledge is just something that I was reading and I wasn't applying it. And when I was experiencing it myself, I was learning it. So I understood the concepts in advertising industry. And that's why it really helped. And this can really help. You know, when you're trying a new industry, when you're trying a new job, Suppose you are a software developer and you might think, Oh, I wish to become a product manager. I wish, what would that be like? Now you might Google it and you might see all the pros pros pros, and you might see all the cons cons cons. And that might, you know, really um, skew your results that might skew your understanding. And you might not be able to make up your mind at that moment. You might think, Oh, these are the bad things here. And these are the good things, right? But you haven't experienced it. And you might drop your plans of becoming a product manager. But what if you, read all of that stuff and then you take any course or you take an internship in product management or you take a role as a product management sure it's a gamble it's an experience thing that you need to take and maybe you might like it you might like whatever it's about right so your first hand experience really really matters in that case right but if that experience doesn't go well then again second hand experience is something that you can also focus on because what might be wrong for you might be right for other people or what might be uh, wrong for other people might be right for you. So you need to focus on the first-hand knowledge as well as the second-hand knowledge and that way you can understand any concept that the world and the life throws at you.